I scream, you scream, we all scream for the Purple Purple Stuff Podcast. Matt, can you believe we've done like 750 episodes and we haven't talked about ice cream yet? My God, it's just a travesty. <laughs> the warmer weather is here, so I think it's appropriate. You know, I actually heard, I didn't see it, but I heard it, the first ice cream truck of the season today. I did too on the weekend. I was so excited. I get so mad when I can't see them, but when I can, it's not like I'm going to run after them. I'm an old man. If there was WWF ice cream bars, I would run after that. Oh, well, yeah, we'd make an <laughs> exception for those, of course. Yeah, practically, you're not going to run down the street for a truck. Although, if you had nieces and nephews with you who were very young, you have an excuse to do that. You know, I've actually used them as an excuse, even if they weren't around. Like, kind of go, like, you know, pull the, oh, what did she ask for? Oh, yeah, she wanted the snow cone. And I think she also is kind of into chip witches. I'll take two snow cones and two chip witches. Like faking a cell phone call? Yeah, it's totally that situation. Yeah. (laughs) Acting like I really don't want to be there. (sighs) Give me strawberry shortcake bar, please. (laughs) Now that we're on the topic of ice cream, do you have a be-all, end-all favorite flavor that you would get? Like, if we were going to go to the grocery store and pick up ice cream just to, like, gorge ourselves on, what would it be? All right. Well, I do have a favorite from, uh, like, an ice cream parlor, but we'll get into that later. If we're just talking about supermarkets, hmm, wow. (laughs) Like in a carton of ice cream. Right, right. You know, doesn't Klondike have those Reese's things going now? They do. I've been eyeing those motherfuckers, and I got to say, I don't know how much longer I can hold out. That would be yours? Yeah, let's go with that. But, like, like I mean, flavor. Like, if you're going to get, like, vanilla ice cream or... Oh, okay. No, well, it wouldn't like be vanilla. Strawberry. And okay. it wouldn't be strawberry. I will accept those two flanking chocolate in some way, but it generally is chocolate for me. Okay. How about you? Um, I go a little bit more obscure. I like mint chocolate cookie. Not mint chocolate chip, mint chocolate cookie. So basically, it's like mint ice cream with Oreo crumbles. Oh, yeah. I I could do that one. (laughs) Yep. Actually, that dovetails into something we're going to talk about later. But yeah, I am totally on the mint ice cream train. Yeah, I love it. So, I mean, mean, you're right. We're going to talk about all kinds of ice cream stuff on this show. Yeah, stuff from the past, stuff from the present, maybe even something from the future. Oh my God. Yeah, we'll get into that though. I, I do have a couple more questions that I have to ask you because I honestly don't know and I want to get your take on them before right, we get do, into it. Let's, let's yeah. get, we're going through our own personal ice cream histories here. <laughs> I like it. All right. Before we get into the uh, meat and potatoes, 
Let's talk about cones, okay? So Mm -hmm. say you're at like an ice cream place and you're about to order ice cream, okay? You always have like an option. So there's different kinds of cones. There's like a waffle cone, a sugar cone, and a a wafer cone. Yep. What's your go-to cone? Okay, I was ready to just blurt out waffle and then you mentioned sugar cone. So which one is the dark one? The darker one is usually, well, I mean, that could be like wafer or sugar. You know, no, no, are... no, not like the, I'm talking about the one that's like almost like freaking hard as a pretzel. Oh, like a waffle cone. That's the one. Yeah. You like the waffle cone. Oh, it's always a waffle cone. See, I'm a wafer guy. I wafer, like the wafer. is like the, um, almost like styrofoamy, right? Yes. Okay. They're like hollow inside. Yeah. <laughs> they make neat little sounds when you put your fingernails against them. Yeah, you're right. Like you could just stick your finger in it and it goes right through into the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it does. You know, now that you're talking about them, I'm getting into those now too. <laughs> it would be great if you could have someone sit in a chair made of one of them and they fall right through it. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a wicker chair. Those yeah. are the ones that have... <laughs> those ones that... <laughs> Those are the ones that have like the flat bottoms usually, right? Right. Flat bottomed cones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those are the ones you usually get at home because they don't, it's harder to get the waffle and the sugar cones at a store. Exactly. So like when you're a kid and then your mom has a box of those, you just run off of the box and pretend it's potato chips. You're hitting it on the head for me because when I was a kid, I used to go into the pantry in the basement. We'd have all kinds of like food and, and supplies and whatnot. And there was always like a box of those wafer cones. Mm. Keebler made them for a while and yes. they were like di- different colors, but they would be there for like years because no one ever used them. Because yeah. when we had ice cream, we would just put them in a bowl. I totally forgot about the multicolored versions that you mentioned. Oh, yeah. So good. Oh. yeah. All right. And I have one more big question for you. Okay. okay? Mm. And this is one of those things that differs on where you come from. So do you call sprinkles sprinkles or do you call them jimmies or something else that I've never heard of? Jimmies? Who, yeah. There are people calling sprinkles. By the way, that's my answer, sprinkles. There are people <laughs> calling sprinkles jimmies? A lot of people in like PA and South Jersey and other parts of the country call them jimmies. There's other words for them, but I've always called them sprinkles. That's yeah, what I grew I've up never on. even heard of jimmies, but then that kind of makes sense because I never go anywhere. <laughs> but to me, jimmies, sound, it sounds like boogers or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not as appealing. Like if someone offered, you want some jimmies on your ice cream, I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah. Does, it doesn't sell you on it, right? No, no, it doesn't. But I appreciate the uh, the trivia, nonetheless. <laughs> Thanks. All right, it's time for us to go chase down that ice cream truck. Oh, my God. I hope that ice cream truck is ready for us because we are going to order everything tonight. Just picture the most gigantic, ginormous ice cream truck you could possibly imagine. It's like an 18-wheel ice cream truck oh yeah and it has every possible thing on the side of it like any ice cream that has ever existed at an ice cream truck is available on this 18 wheel ice cream truck yeah from the past from the present from stores from restaurants wherever the hell if we if it's frozen yep we can order it from this ice cream truck frozen treats galore who's gonna start i'll give it a go how about that all right that's what i was hoping you would say Number one. There are lots of ways to serve a watermelon. You can slice it, dice it, scoop it, 
dress it, or turn it into something new. The Watermelon Roll Sunday, Refreshing sherbet dotted with real chocolate chips. It's free with any one of our delicious chicken sandwiches. The Watermelon Roll. So good, you'll want to take some home. All right, picture it, Matt. Mm-hmm. Staten Island, 1985. It's a hot summer day. Your pool is no longer operational because it was filled in with the bodies of organized crime lords who met their fate by the hands of one of your great-great-uncles. <laughs> You're hitting a little too close to home, Jay. <laughs> and aside from one of those octopus lawn sprinklers, what could be better than a frozen treat from the ice cream man, right? Uh -huh. So in this case, I am going to kind of flip the script a little bit, and I'm going to order the watermelon roll from friendlies oh man now Ooh, that's a bold start for you it's not yeah it's not traditionally ordered at an ice cream truck but whatever it, it's actually called the watermelon roll what a melon what a melon yeah. melon roll <laughs> so i don't have you ever seen one of these things oh all right so i've never had one but i have seen it because they are popular in grocery stores and they at least according to the box art are beautiful they are very eye-catching, let me tell you. Oh, like play food watermelon. It's going around incognito as some kind of cartoon watermelon. Yeah, that's totally what it is. <laughs> it's like a yeah, it's like a video game watermelon or something. Yeah, it just looks so appetizing. So it does. It looks like an actual watermelon. And they have them in the counter when you go to Friendly's. When I was a kid, I used to see these things and like, man, you know, I really wish I could get one of these. But of course, it wasn't practical for me to say to my parents, hey, can I get this giant cake that looks like a watermelon? <laughs> so it was always one of those secret like desires of mine to actually have one of these. And I remember I said to myself, well, I think one of these days I'm, I'm going to actually get one. I was able to secretly order one without ordering one. I'll tell you about so you're it. So you're at Friendly's. Yeah, so I was, we used to be mall rats when we were in high school, me and my friends, and we'd go to the mall and there was a Friendly's in the mall, right? Yeah. And we'd go and we'd like get burgers or whatever. Afterwards, everyone would get ice cream. So I saw something on the menu. It was called the Watermelon Cooler. It was also known as the Watermelon Slammer in some different Friendly stores. Okay. Uh, and what this basically was, was their Watermelon uh, Sherbet, which I say Sherbet, but some people say Sherbet. I don't know. Sorbet. Sorbet. There's a lot of, yeah, yeah. So it's that watermelon stuff, and it doesn't have the chocolate chips, but it's mixed with, like, 7-Up or Sprite, and it makes, like, a frozen drink. Oh, that sounds good. Right? So I was able to finally taste that without being a weird guy who ordered a watermelon cake. This was after an hour of sitting on the bench trading X-Men cards, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> you don't want to be a dork ordering a watermelon cake. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. So you figured out that this other watermelon thing had the same watermelon ice cream meat as the roll. <laughs> yes. I love that you deduced this, you know, kind of <laughs> privately to yourself while your friends are sitting there with their Cyclops cards. It was like a cool way to finally be able to taste this thing and not look like a, a weird dude. Yeah. And eventually, of course, years later, I, I did finally buy one of them because I just had to have one. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. What um, is it exactly? Yeah, yeah, I should I should have said that at the top, but it's uh, refreshing watermelon and lemon sherbet with rich chocolate chip seeds. See, That's I never realized that those black things were actually chocolate chips. Yeah, the seeds are chocolate chips. Huh. So it, 
It really is something from like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. And that pairs nicely, like watermelon sorbet and chocolate chips. Well, I was going to say the the white part is actually the lemon flavor, which I it's kind of like an actual watermelon. Well, you're not going to eat the rind part <laughs> as you get closer to the rind. I don't want the. I could leave the lemon. I just want the watermelon part. Yeah, I, I just think, like so. There's the lemon sort of whitish rind. What is the green then? Is it anything? Uh, I think it's just coloring. Yeah. Okay. I think it's just color. But I'll tell you, though, you could find these in your local freezer section of the grocery store. Yeah. Uh, like you said. And man, if anybody is into that sort of thing, go for it because it's weird and it's good. What a melon. What a melon. What a melon. <laughs> you can pick from six different kinds with your choice of bread, and you'll get a free watermelon roll Sunday. It's time to get friendlies. Number two. Good humor's colossal fossils were frozen in a flash, but now you can bring them back to life. You can bite into that yummy lemonade with grape or cherry ice and free the gummy dinosaur locked inside. Wow, I was out cold. New colossal fossil from Good Humor, now in your grocer's freezer. You can bring one back to life. Okay, I'm going to order something from 1986 from our made-up ice cream truck great year yeah good humor's colossal fossil ice pops which you know nothing about (laughs) the only thing i know is that you've always been obsessed with them yeah i've written about them a few times and like every time i do i feel like i'm the only person on the planet (laughs) who remembers these but they were real i have proof of them (laughs) no they're definitely real i know that yeah so these were sold in ice cream trucks but more commonly you would find them in the supermarket and they were just basically these lemonade ice pops with a gummy dinosaur hidden inside oh my god it couldn't have been more up your alley oh well come on if you known about these back then they would have been up your alley too actually i can't say that's true because i'm not a big lemon guy fucking who cares about the lemon you get to excavate a little dinosaur and have you ever had like a frozen gummy it is divine really frozen gummies are good yeah it's like they don't freeze the way ice freezes they freeze but they maintain their elasticity Mm. so it's just so they're just really cold yeah it's like eating a really cold fruit (laughs) snack it's all good (laughs) i love your enthusiasm for these yeah you know i hope you did because um, it's all downhill from here i'm just going to be completely (laughs) leveled off by number two So they don't make these anymore. They were only back in the 80s. Yeah, I think they were only around for like a year or two. And Mm -hmm. I guess they never did well, because like I said, I've been talking these up for years and nobody remembers them. Nobody. Nobody. Although I'll tell you, you did on on your website, you posted the commercial. Mm -hmm. And that was one hell of a commercial with the uh, animated dinosaur in the uh, in his uh, Hawaiian shirt. Yes. Yes. I mean, this was back then, too, so you didn't have as many options if you wanted goofy, clothed dinosaurs. Colossal fossils. Maybe we can get them to come back. I mean, look, we're we're living in a time where everything's coming back, so... <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, you, the things that come back usually have a little oomph behind them. Can't say that <laughs> Colossal Fossil does. <laughs> but I love you, Colossal. Well, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is coming out, so maybe we can oh, yeah. make, make a go for it. A, a good humor Jurassic Fallen Fossil something Fossil. park crossover. The ice age is coming! The ice age is coming! The ice age is coming! 
No way! Number three. Okay, this time I'm going to pick literally any character ice cream bar, Matt. You mean like the faces? The faces, the characters, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm totally cheating, as I usually do. Yeah. And I'm going to say, like, I brought up Bubble Bill yeah. on one of our previous shows, but I'm a sucker for any ice cream bar that is in the shape of a character from pop culture, whether it's a cartoon or a comic character. Oh, I'm with you. Totally. 100%. I'll gladly take it if it has, like, gumballs for eyes that are misplaced on the face. When you're a kid, you get so mad that they would be in the wrong spots, and now it's like you look forward to it. You're like, how are they going to fuck up this one? Now it's like an excuse to Instagram something. Yeah, <laughs> it's like... yeah. It's like, yeah, Instagram, a normal-looking SpongeBob? Nothing. SpongeBob yeah. with his eyes and his freaking pants? <laughs> 5,000 likes. Yeah. <laughs> They got Batman and Bugs Bunny and Powerpuff Girls and all these like Super Mario and Wolverine and Snoopy. The Hulk, Shrek, oh. every character that's meant anything has been a popsicle of some sort. It totally like brings you back to when you were a kid because, you know, those were often the ones you would get just to just say, hey, I have Spider-Man or I have the Incredible Hulk. And you're eating like green ice cream with a bubble gum on it. That's amazing. The thing was, you mostly were getting them just because you liked the characters, because the stuff itself was, it was passable, but it wasn't like the best thing on the ice cream truck. You could still see people posting pictures of those Sonic bars, like Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Those things just look so fantastic. Oh, they do. They're very artful. In their they way. are. Like, every time I see one, I want to get, get one. Yeah. You know, actually, my all-time favorite SDCC exclusive yeah. Is that Ninja Turtles popsicle that's half melted, made of plastic. Yes. Like, they're just so freaking beautiful. We need one whole ice cream truck just devoted to the characters that comes around. Yeah, I'm with you on that. We'll just, a, <laughs> whole, like, follow along with the 18-wheeler. <laughs> Number four. I'm going to give a shout out to Dippin' Dots. Oh, nice. Yeah, I feel like you probably like these more than I do. You're a Dippin' Dots guy, right? I was like a little bit of a Dipping Dots guy when they first came out, but I'll, I'll explain why. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, so was I. I mean, I probably haven't eaten those things in 15 years. Yeah. But I remember, they. first of all, they came out in 1988, apparently. But I mm -hmm. don't remember seeing them until like closer to the mid-90s. And it would usually be in place like Six Flags. Yeah, I have to tell you, now that you're telling me that, I had no idea that they were around since then. You know, yeah, since right? Then. I don't remember them from back then. Like, I feel like they were a high school thing for us. Almost. Yeah, totally, totally. But yeah. I definitely remember like going to Six Flags when they were still so rare. Mm -hmm. Those little Dippin' Knot stands would be swarmed with people. Because it was like something from the future. Well, I mean, they still feel like that. Because I'm looking them up today. I actually didn't know what they were exactly. Mm -hmm. They're little ice cream balls that are flash frozen with liquid nitrogen. They're like space balls. <laughs> space balls? <laughs> space balls, the ice cream. 
Oh, God. I mean, if anyone hasn't had these, I assume everybody has. But if you've never seen them, they're like, yeah, like little tiny ice cream raindrops. It's like eating M&Ms, but then they turn into ice cream when you chew them. (laughs) Yeah, they just melt in your mouth. And when you look at like a bowl full of them, it sort of looks like nerd cereal from the 80s. Oh, yeah, totally (laughs) does. Yeah, you're right. They do resemble nerds. I never heard of them until the mid 90s. And I used to work at the movie theater and they had a salesperson come to the movies and then they struck up a deal and we got Dippin' Dots at the theater. So we're like, it was like hardcore Dippin' Dots for five years at that theater because not only did they have like a relationship with the company, but it became really popular at that time, I guess. Like, I think they were like really peaking. In oh, the, yeah, they were total fat late, food. Yeah, like mid to late 90s. So at that point, we would eat them all the time because we had them at the theaters. Yeah. Can we just rewind to the part where you had somebody come to the theater, like a Dippin' Dots representative? <laughs> it was like, you know, the Dippin' Dots salesman, you oh know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did he or she have like a briefcase with the logo on it and stuff? <laughs> he traveled around in a, in a portable freezer. Hello, Mr. Movie Theater, sir. I know this doesn't mean anything to you now, but you just wait. I'm from Dippin' Dots. But can we talk, can we talk about the most possibly the most important thing mm. like the absolute most important thing about Dippin' Dots? I'm shocked that you didn't mention it. They have a flavor called Spookies and Cream. What? What are you talking yes. about? They have a they have a spooky flavor. Spookies and Cream instead of Cookies and Cream. Oh, it's they like do Halloween, Halloween stuff. Flavor. Yeah, <sighs> look it up, man. It's it's orange colored. And it's got little, like, chocolate uh, cookie things in it. I'm looking and, this up. And it is amazeball, as it were. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at them now. That is so... Cookies and cream. Vanilla ice cream colored orange with Oreo cookie pieces. Oh, man. That is... Oh, God. It looks <laughs> like fish tank gravel. It's so good. It does look like Somehow I just don't even want to eat it anymore. <laughs> oh man, this is a, I can't I, believe. Why haven't we searched for these? How come we haven't done any hunts for Halloween Dippin' Dots? I know. Well, that's something that we have to add to our list, I would say. Oh yeah, I can't wait for the fall now. They better do it again. But holy shit, I've never had more of an appreciation for Dippin' Dots now that I know they've been around for 600 years. Yeah, I, I you know what? That's what Wikipedia said. Sometimes they give you the wrong dates. 1988, I have no recollection of them in the 80s at all. <laughs> oh, I don't either. Like, I, I almost, I'm almost positive people were running into the high school saying, guys, guys, they invented <laughs> this insane thing. And that was well into the 90s. Well, you know, it is kind of weird, though, when you're thinking about, like, ice cream and how you traditionally eat like a bowl of ice cream or a cone, like ice cream in balls, you know, like who came up with, they, they must've been stoned when they came up with that idea. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how did like, I could see dreaming it up while you're stoned, but like then the next morning to get up out of bed and figure out how to do this insane <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, actually do it. Yeah. And then have a company that's still around. <laughs> oh my God. And they said it couldn't be done. See, you put your mind to it. You yeah, can that, that's, a, that's a inspiration to us all. Yes. Spookies and cream. Dippin' Dots. Number five. Hello, I'm 
Corvell's Cookie Puss. See, the celestial person. The new Corvell ice cream cake made fresh daily at your participating Corvell ice cream store. All right, for my next choice, I'm going to kind of do something that I sort of repeated because this is another cake type of situation. Mm -hmm. But this one, you know this one. Carvel's Cookie Puss. Oh, boy. This is uh, a big one, yeah. guys. This is a big one. This is a heavy hitter. Mm -hmm. a, lot of, a lot of listeners may not be familiar with Cookie Puss, but uh, basically it's an ice cream cake, right? But it, it's like an alien. It's a character that they came up with. And there's a whole backstory, right? He's, yeah. he's a space alien, and he was born on planet birthday. Is that true? I didn't know that this was a, a part of yep. his history. That's interesting. He's been mentioned in pop culture, running the gamut, the Beastie Boys, Howard Stern, Family Guy, 30 Rock. The actual rock from WWE has referenced Cookie Puss. Like, yep. He's a big deal, you know, and it's a regional thing because at first when Carvel was making these cakes, it was really like Connecticut, New York. Very, um, very tri-state, Northeastern. And then they eventually became like nationwide, of course. But the reason why I'm connected to them is because as a kid, I never really had birthday parties with like friends and stuff. It was yeah. mostly just like I never wanted to have it because I wasn't really a social kid. I, as I got older, I was. But I was going to say, <laughs> that's definitely not your type there. Yeah, no, when I was a kid, I never had birthday parties, mm -hmm. right? And I always just wanted cookie puss. So it was like have dinner, whatever I wanted, and then cookie puss. And that was my only requirement. It wasn't different for me. It was every single birthday was cookie puss. I think <laughs> yeah. I feel like. I grew up kind of thinking that's what everybody did for their birthday. It was a cookie yeah. puss cake was just the default. We all loved ice cream cake, because especially from Carvel, because they had these crunchies on the oh, outside. Oh, yeah. Like when we say ice cream cake, whatever you're picturing, you got to knock it up like 10 notches there because this is like an ice cream cake on crack. It's totally nuts. When you're thinking, OK, yeah, ice cream cake, crunchies, delicious. But if you had the chance to have a slice of cake... And an ice cream cone, because the dude's nose was an ice cream cone with ice cream in it. Complete so <laughs> full cone. Like, not. this isn't no baby shit. This isn't, like, candy icing ice cream cone. This is a legit full-size ice cream cone yeah. in the middle of the goddamn cake. Yeah, so if you're the birthday boy, you're getting that ice cream cone and a slice oh, of cake. Yeah. <laughs> I want that big triangle in the middle bar. <laughs> but let me tell you something brother it was really just to have a jovial ice cream alien creepily staring at us on the dining room table that's what it was all about oh yeah it was like it was such a bittersweet thing because you got him and you loved him and then you had to kill it yeah <laughs> it's like the first things that went were the most vital of course the nose goes first to you yeah <laughs> then the next two people take the eyes because those are ice cream sandwiches yes Yep, they and then, were. And then, then what you're left with is basically just an ice cream cake. But man, those were, five minutes were so good. Uh, flying saucers. They were flying right. They're like they got that frozen soft serve ice cream surrounded by these like flying saucer shaped cookie discs. Yep, yep. Oh yes, man. And it was uh, like I said, chocolate crunchies topped with a scoop of the chocolate ice cream and a sugar cone, two chocolate chip cookies, white whipped frosting, milk fudge, and shredded coconut. But the thing is, is that you can get this thing customized. And I, as I as I got older, I was still getting, I still get them every year. I know, I've seen your Instagram. Yeah, you could totally customize them. So the past few years, like I didn't know that. So when I, once I realized you can get them customized, I'm on the phone with Carvel, like, <laughs> okay, so I would like the nose this color 
color and this, this, the side, this color. They must have thought I was crazy. Like, <laughs> I actually, I see, I knew that you can get them customized for occasions, but I didn't know they let you get that specific. Now that I do, that's a game changer. Yeah, you could get them totally specific. And what if you wanted to get a cookie puss for St. Patrick's Day? He's cookie opus, and then yeah, he's and green. That's canon. Yeah. yeah, he's green and. <laughs> It is. He's in commercials and everything. He is, yeah. My name is Cookie Opus, the Fresh Caravale's cream cake. You can also be sending either of us to a friend by calling his toll-free number, and we honor most major credit cards, too. Thanks, and a grand day to you now. If anybody gets an opportunity, if they never had Cookie Puss, they got to go for it. Oh, yeah. If you're going to break your diet for anything on our list tonight, it's got to be Cookie Puss. You can serve the whole family. <laughs> Your participating Carvel ice cream dealers, they make the ice cream fresh in the Carvel store, these families, of course. For the holidays, they have Cookie Puss, yes, the cake, and Cookie Puss, the doll. Yep, a great combination for a child. Number six. Next on my list is the incredible Choco Taco. Oh, my God. Mm. I can't believe it. Oh, yeah. You better believe it. It <laughs> debuted in 1984, and it's still popular today. believe it's sold under a good humor's umbrella now. It's mega popular. Oh, yeah, I don't know, man. I think of all the things available on an ice cream truck, you can make a pretty good argument that the Choco Taco is always the safest option. I mean, it's not just a safe option, though. It's like a holy grail. Like, everyone loves that thing. Well, when I say safest, I mean, yes, I agree with you. But when I say safest, I mean, it is consistently amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, it, and it's like, it, it just totally follows the, the rules of taco structure. Like, you can eat that thing without making a complete mess of yourself. Yeah, this thing, man. I have to be honest with you, Revelation, I've never had it. Oh, my God! Are you kidding <laughs> Listen to, listen, listen to this description and then tell me you don't want this. The taco shell is made from a waffle cone that's coated in milk chocolate. Mm. Then it's filled with vanilla ice cream and fudge. And then all that's topped with these like crushed chocolate covered peanuts that look like taco toppings. Yeah. 250 calories worth of absolute garbage, but it <laughs> is so good. Just looking at the press photo of it, it looks like heaven. And let me tell you, that promo photo, it's not lying. They didn't dial that shit up for the cameras. Like, that is oh. what a Choco Taco looks like when you buy one. I love how, like, the fudge that's melted on top, it's frozen, oh. solid, and it it, basically, it almost looks like that magic shell type stuff. Yes, it oh. does. God, mm -hmm. It just looks so good, man. I, oh. You have to. I mean, I know we're both not eating this way right now, but yeah. eventually we're going to crack. And when you do, please try a Choco Taco. Like, I can't even describe the kind of weird soft crunch Oh, when you bite into that thing. <laughs> you said crack. It makes me think this is this is chocolate crack right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. And that. Do you see the wrapper in your Google search there? Oh, that let me silver see. wrapper. It looks like it's from, like, 1986 and the, at the height of, like, the Space Wars. <laughs> it hasn't changed since then, huh? No, it's the same shit. It's, oh, God, I usually end up keeping them for six months, thinking I'm going to attack them up or something. I say right now, I've never had one. But, like, I'm sure at some point I might have. If you had one, you'd remember it. You don't forget that day. It really leaves that much of an impression? <sighs> I don't Maybe it doesn't. Maybe I'm just talking it up a little <laughs> bit. But it's really good. <laughs> Actually, now that I look in this Google search, Taco Bell has their own chocolate taco dessert kit, but it's nothing like 
the original Choco Taco. Oh, do they? Hold on. Let me look that shit up there. Yeah, it's definitely not the same. It's just like a taco shell with ice cream in it. Oh, yeah. That's no Choco Taco. And another thing that I saw in this Google search, let me say, is that they have a peanut butter Choco Taco. And now I'm going to run to the store right after the show. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. That peanut butter chocolate peanut taco. Peanut butter chocolate taco. Oh. Oh. Ah. <laughs> 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 I would love that. Mm. Number seven. For my next choice, I am picking something that can be construed as a beverage, an orange Julius. Oh, you and your orange Juliuses. (laughs) Sometimes when you pass by like a Dairy Queen in the mall, you'll see the orange Julius logo. But I feel like they've kind of fell out of favor with people ever since they became just something that Dairy Queen sells. Because when we were kids, there was like exclusive stores orange julius dedicated orange julius places exactly yeah so an orange julius for those who don't know in a blender they mix ice orange juice sweetener milk powdered egg whites and vanilla flavoring right and these high powered blenders so what is it like a milkshake i don't think i've ever actually had one it's very like frothy and smooth but it's sort of like a milkshake it's like an orange juice milkshake yeah, yeah, it's it's a creamy type of scenario, but it's really good. And when I was a kid, what really brings me back is that when I was real young, I was I think I was in like first grade. My friend Greg asked me, he's like, he said something about an orange Julius. I'm like, what is that? And he said like, he's like, what? You never had an orange Julius? And I just remember his shock when <laughs> when I told him I never had it. Like it it could have been like I never had water, you know? <laughs> like it was so common for him, I guess. His mother, the next time they went to the mall, mother picked me up and we went, me and him went to the mall and and she got us Orange Julius. And from then on, I I just loved them. I thought they were so incredible. Uh, And one time you and I were leaving Monster Mania and I said, I got to stop at the mall because this mall has an Orange Julius. Yeah, I I have to stop at this mall as if it was just a hop skip away. We drove like 40 minutes out of the way so you can get an Orange Julius. You know, and it's so funny because you're not a garbage eater at all. We were coming off a, you know, a a fair bender at Monster Mania and we're full. I can't even eat and I can eat all the time. And you had to have the Orange Julius. You are their number one fan. (laughs) Yeah, I just love them. They're so good. And uh, one time it was like 2005. I found a recipe on the Internet and it was like supposedly one of these confidential recipes, like how to how you how you really make right. your own orange juice, not necessarily secret recipe situation. Yeah, it was like a ripoff. It wasn't like, hey, here's how you make an orange Julius. Oh, here's how they make it. Oh, yeah. So, so I made it and it came out so good. It was like exact. And... So you actually got powdered egg or whatever the hell it was <laughs> no, like there's ways that you could you could kind of um, do some you know finagle it yeah, yeah. Okay. so i think the main question here is if you have many orange julius do you have orange Juliuses or do you have orange julii <laughs> oh, that's a good question huh 
I'm I'm gonna I'm Team Julius's. <laughs> yeah, I think I am too. <laughs> Man, you mentioned um, when we were kids how these places had their own dedicated little stores. They were so weird and mm-hmm. gourmet back then. Totally synonymous with malls in the '80s. Yeah, totally. I wish we had them back. Some places still have them. Yeah, it's just not the same when it's like in Dairy Queen. Yeah, you just feel like you're buying some Dairy Queen bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Sip into something exciting. Right now at your DQ, every small Orange Julius smoothie is just $1.49. Why settle for ordinary when you can have extraordinary hand-blended Orange Julius smoothies and eight unexpected real fruit flavors? Number eight. Let me tell you about a little something called the Jaws Bar. (laughs) All right, let's do it. I've never eaten one. I know you haven't either. But once I describe these babies, I think you're going to agree that we're going to make finding them our new mission. (laughs) Oh, man. Pull up this picture I sent you. Okay. All right. Uh, Okay, I got it, man. All right. So first off... (laughs) God. Right? So if I have it right, these are made in South Korea. It's this blue shark-shaped popsicle with a soft pink fruity center. Before you go further, though, the packaging, just so the listeners can get a, an idea if they've never seen it, at quick glance, reminds me of a similar Kool-Aid flavor. Oh, a little bit. little bit. Right? The, the, the package of um, Sharkleberry Finn. Of course. Maybe that's why I was so drawn to this Jaws bar. I think bar. so. Yeah, yeah. So with the pink center, it means that when you're eating it, it feels like you're eating a whole shark. It does. <laughs> like slowly sucking off its skin to get to its bloody innards. The cartilage. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. it's right. Yeah. Because when it turns white, that's the cartilage. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it doesn't sound so appealing when we put it that way. But come on. I'm all in. I just love the pink center. I think it's fantastic. You know, yeah, they, they, but... they don't have any, like, licensed place from Louisiana or anything like that. <laughs> I say I love when you get out of this country. Like, they get a little more funky with the food. Oh my like, they'll God. do things. So you, you know what? Look, we're going to represent the shark's viscera in this ice pop. It, <laughs> the packaging, like you said, super eye-catching. Mm. It's so inviting. But then when you look at the bar, it's just this gray bar. It actually does look like a shark because it looks like the underside has little notches where like to make teeth sort of. Yes. Yeah, yeah they're and... not fucking around. This is a hardcore shark shaped shark bar. <laughs> but like how often are you eating an ice pop that is just a hundred percent gray? It's just gray. Well that's it. It's your mission to get it to be pink. That's why you gotta eat it. So oh. I I think these are sometimes found in korean grocery stores here very rarely though yeah and i can't I mean, I... find any place where you can import them and even if i could it would be so much money that i can all i can really do now is just look at pictures and imagine maybe that's another mission that we have to go on we have to find a korean supermarket and then we can get one of these maybe um i'm totally down for that yes let's make that let's do that this weekend okay sounds good <laughs> do you have the jaws bar <laughs> 
They have the bigger version called the Big Jaws Bar. Oh, don't fuck oh with me. Oh my god, me. they have a Great White Jaws Bar now. What do you... F- don't fuck with me. Dude, Great White they have. And inside, it's white on the outside and pink on the inside. Oh, I swear. Oh my fucking god. Oh. <laughs> I'm going on freaking Travelocity right now. We're going to South Korea. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you to go to South Korea for this. <laughs> you know, if anything was going to get me to go anywhere, it would be a Jaws bar. <laughs> what flavor was it again? On the, on Who, the cares? <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. It's a fucking shark shaped bar with blood inside. I don't care what it tastes like. You're going to need a bigger mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. When the other one really ends really great. One month just never stops. Good times on the ship. Hey guys, look what I got. My next choice is a whopper, I'm telling you. Mm. Everybody knows this one. The Jello Pudding Pop. Oh, of course. And even though the Jello Pudding Pop dates back further than I even remember, their big heyday started as early as 1979 and then wound up kind of dwindling down in 1993. Yeah, that dovetails with my memories because they were basically around my whole childhood. And just as I started to be more aware of my surroundings, they was gone. Yeah. (laughs) Gone too soon. Yeah. Jell-O brand started to include ways to serve the Jell-O that weren't the traditional way. So it was like, hey, you could freeze Jell-O and make pops, you know, for your kids. So it was kind of like sometimes you'll see Reese's, you know, say, try our frozen Reese's cups and just put them in the freezer. Like (laughs) it was like so it was like that. And then they decided to just start marketing them. And they made like a shit ton of money, like literally like one of the biggest frozen treats of the 80s. Maybe the quintessential supermarket brand ice cream of the yeah. 80s. Oh, totally. And, and, and well-deserved, too, I would say. Absolutely. Yeah, it's creamy and delicious. But this is one of those products that when I first got a computer and the internet, it was like, that was me going online. Like, whatever happened to Jell-O Pudding Pops? <laughs> what stores could I find them at? Hey, Jeeves. Yeah. <laughs> and like I would look them up all the time to see if like I was the only freak pining over their loss. Yeah. Those are the types of things that really kind of brought our nostalgic group together because nobody else was looking this stuff up back then, you know. <laughs> yeah, if you if you found a like-minded soul who was wasting time looking up jello pudding pops, then you knew you found a friend for life. Yeah, at like Saturday night at like 1 a.m. when you should have been out with your friends having a social <laughs> life. <laughs> One of the coolest things is that the consistency was a lot different than a regular, it wasn't a regular ice pop. I mean, this thing, they were very thick. Very thick. Very much like actual pudding, right? But it was like pudding slash taffy almost. Yes, exactly. I was trying to kind of get the uh, that point across, but what would happen is if when you ate it, it wouldn't melt in your mouth. Like it was like ice cream, but with the mouthfeel of like a frozen steak. Yes, you had, you, had, <laughs> you were like you would be like sucking on that thing like your life depended on it, and it just would not shrink. It would just stay yeah. there. There was a certain section closer to the bottom of the pop where there, it was like 
there was a frozen film of ice over it. Yes. And you could like peel it off and eat the, it was like an outer shell of ice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I totally remember that. It was like three snacks in one, these things. <laughs> it doesn't even really melt. They just got like weaker. So if you held the pop like to the side, you would think it would start to just drip down, but it wouldn't, it would just sort of sag. It was very those, strong. Yes. Yeah, so those things were yeah. indestructible. <laughs> And we were putting them in our bodies three or four at a time. <laughs> One thing that always struck me, too, is that when you were done, the sticks used to have the Jello logo, like, burnt into oh, them. Oh, yeah. It was like Terry Funk burned them in with his catapult. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut. <laughs> but, yeah, so then they just went extinct, and we were all sad and then Popsicle brand brought them back, and they weren't exactly the same. Yeah, not the same. Yeah, and then Jello brand most recently brought them back in like a pudding pop kit that allows you to make them at home. The fucking kits. Cool. Stop giving me kits. Just put them in a box and let me buy them. I know, I know. Although you love making that kind of stuff at home, though. So <laughs> I, I, I quote unquote love it, as in I need to fill my blog with content. On a normal day, I just want the bar. But then, you know, everybody thinks like, wow, Matt leads a great life. All he does is make pudding pops all day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not as glamorous as it sounds. Uh, I agree with you on everything you said, but I feel like you didn't touch on the best thing about these things. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Uh, what What's the best thing? The swirly bars. Oh, swirls. Oh, yes. the swirl bars. Man. You know, I, I don't even like vanilla pudding. Like, I would never touch the vanilla ones. I would only go for the chocolate. Right. But those swirl bars. God, yeah. They are so pretty. I know. You're right. You're absolutely right. The swirl bars were fantastic. Marmalized. They had so many good flavors, even if it wasn't a swirl, like the chocolate vanilla swirl were amazing. Mm -hmm. Usually bought like a box and it'd be like three or four different kinds in one box. Yeah. But they, yeah, they had like peanut butter and chocolate swirl. It was fantastic. There was a peanut butter and chocolate. You, man, you were really like opening my eyes to the peanut ice cream <laughs> world tonight. <laughs> but they also wound up doing jello pops, which were not jello pudding pops. They were actually based off their gelatin, right? Like, jello, which were equally as good, I would say, but just you have to be in a different mood. No, I, I actually intensely disliked those as a kid. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, it was so weird. I they had this one that was like a almost like lilac color, <laughs> like a very light purple. Yeah. And it just made me so sick. I got so mad because they did such a good job with the pudding. <laughs> This would just let you down totally. Yeah, I'm huh? like, oh, how could the same brand fuck up after doing such beautiful work? Is that when you wrote that letter to Bill Cosby? Because you thought he <laughs> was in charge of all this? <laughs> yeah, that's that spokesman didn't age well. <laughs> yeah. Jello pudding pops. It's creamy Jello pudding frozen on a stick. Number 10. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. So I don't think I could take part in a podcast about ice cream truck stuff without mentioning the traditional frozen snow cone. 
Oh, so they had their own trucks dedicated to oh, them. Oh, man. God, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they deserved it. I mean, those were definitely the things I bought from ice cream trucks most often. Really? Yeah. Oh, 100,000%. Like, to the point where if I bought anything else, I would have to get the snow cone, too, because I love them that much. But see, I remember there was, like, a completely different truck just for snow cones because it would be, like, a cup of ice. I'm not talking about... Like, uh, you know, you pick the flavor snow cone. Oh, what, I'm talk- what, oh, oh, wow. You, oh, wow, wait, you, okay. don't, you don't know this this one? You don't know this? <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, my Lord. Hold on Oh, a snow cone, like branded it's, snow cone. It's like you get that baseball-sized diamond. The mainstream, like trademarked version of yeah, snow cone. Yeah, that's yeah. where I'm going here. You're with me now. I, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. You. I mean, that is that shit was motherfucking awesome. <laughs> you... <laughs> you love all the the various clown flavors. Well, I mean, so here's the thing: you had the the clown flavors on top, and they differed, yeah. but it was generally something like a strip of cherry, a strip of blueberry, and a strip of lemon. Yeah. But when you got to the bottom of the snow cone, those three flavors would merge into like a new super flavor. Uh... So it'd be like this purpley blue mix that tasted just like concentrated slush puppy syrup. <laughs> But let me ask you this, though. With that juice at the bottom, it basically all runs down to the bottom, and you're left with, like, the top. It's just ice. No, <laughs> no, to, Like, no. what am I going to do with the ice? No, no. That Those flavors were imbued in some magical, mystical way. Maybe they borrowed some liquid nitrogen from Dippin' Dots. I don't know what they did, but that ice stayed fruity <laughs> the whole way through. Man, it just looks like brain freeze city to me. I'm in shock that you apparently didn't order these as a kid because, oh my God, they were so good. <laughs> well, I clearly haven't lived. No, <laughs> Choco I mean, Taco. Can you just like, go run up to Safeway, whatever the fuck it's called, and get yourself a snow cone? <laughs> Safeway. Speedway. <laughs> I think if there was something, if there was like a prize at the bottom, that'd be great too. Well, the prize was a little bit of juice that collected in the paper cup. I know. The paper cup, too. It's probably one of those things that, like, it it got all weird. Then you started eating the paper. Absolutely. Yeah, Uh, because I know you. so Yeah, when you were done, you just chewed on the paper like it was a wad of gum. (laughs) This fruit-flavored paper. I mean, if you're going to eat paper, this was the time. Then sometimes, like, a person like you would be fine with that, and I would be, like, accidentally eating the paper, like, fuck. No, no, I would be, yeah, I, for me, it was, like, half the point was the fact that I was going to get to chew paper for 15 minutes, even when I was done with the snow cone. <laughs> it was almost too abstract for me. Oh, you have, it was like... you honestly, you have, I can't even believe, if you've only, if you were picturing, like, a shaved ice or something like that. The consistency is completely different. This was like trying to break down like a sandy rock with your teeth. Oh, God. It was so good. Oh, so so, oh, so, so good. not appealing to me. Oh, man. Uh, I guess this is just where we differ. <laughs> yeah. This is our crossroads. We're going to have to make a decision. <laughs> I don't know if I could do this show with somebody who doesn't like ice cream truck snow cones. <laughs> Although I will have to broaden my horizons next yeah, time. No, seriously, I, I guarantee, like, I know it'll be a while because you're, you're watching what you intake here. Yeah. But yeah. when you do have one of these, yeah. you're going to come to me. You're going to say, you were so right. You were so <laughs> right.
If I leave the planet at some point, I will come back. <laughs> if you're still around, I would say, I had it. It was great. <laughs> they let me come down just one time. I had to tell you. <laughs> that juicy paper. <laughs> Number 11. How about Soda Burst? Soda Burst is the real ice cream soda that makes itself at home in one minute cold. All you add is water, because everything is right in one package. There's a big creamy scoop of vanilla ice cream, delicious syrup, and plenty of good soda fountain fizz, even straws. Soda Burst is in the ice cream freezer at your store. Okay, for my next pick, this is... Your basic everyday ice cream soda. And it sounds pretty obvious, but it's something special to me because when I was a kid, we used to make these like, it would be like a Friday night, your Friday night dessert, say. Okay. Friday nights, I used to come home from school. My parents would be home. I would be pretty much like a ballistic kid. Like, I think a lot of kids got crazy knowing it was the weekend. Right. And in order for me not to terrorize the household and bother the fuck out of my sister, my parents would hint during dinner that we can make ice cream sodas. If you behave, there might be an ICS in your future. <laughs> That's funny you said that because my parents used to spell out soda because like it would be like, oh, maybe we sh we could have a S-O-D-A. And we would be like, what? <laughs> I was like, wow, I know how to spell. <laughs> oh, yeah. But like, it used to get me very excited. I wasn't even a bad kid, but just for some reason, Fridays would be the night we would play records because this is how long ago it was. We'd have like Huey Lewis and the Flashdance soundtrack. That was Friday night. So Friday night with Flashdance on vinyl and an ice cream soda. Oh, oh my God. God. So you're like living in the facts of life. Yeah. I was blowing off all my elementary school steam. <laughs> so, so we would make these ice cream sodas. My mom would pull out the old-fashioned ice cream scoop. Usually I would have Coke and just vanilla ice cream, or I would do like 7-Up and strawberry ice cream. Oh, that was a that favorite. sounds good. Yeah, it was good. But so usually it wasn't even about that. It was more so of like the ritual. Right. And it, it was like the idea of it. And then we also had these, for some reason, I don't know why we had them, but we had those tall-ass thin spoons that were like specifically made to like stir in ice cream and yeah, an ice cream soda. I have soda. a few of those. I know what you're talking about. They, they're they really kind of weird looking. They look like uh, almost like supermodel spoons. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was like they were taken from a diner in the 50s or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I would be happy as a pig and shit. And I always finished it so fast and I wanted more. But of course, that was it. Only one. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. One per night. You know, yeah. I have to be honest. I don't know if I've ever actually had an ice cream soda. Really? Yeah. And I actually didn't realize until just now that that's literally what it was, just soda and ice cream. Oh, yeah. It was like, and it was the biggest treat. And that's what, like, I remember, you're definitely missing out. Cause, like, what I remember most about those nights that we had them, it was like that the whole night, even the whole week, reached like a high level peak at that moment just to know that I was making this ice cream drink. Oh man, I can yeah. totally see it now. Because now, like, I for some reason, I always thought there was like milk involved or something. But yeah. just knowing that you're pouring Coca-Cola over ice oh. cream scoops. A lot of people just call them floats. So like a root beer float, it's like root beer and ice cream. 
And I just think we take so much for granted as we get older. And when we can go back to the simplicity of being able to lose our minds when hearing the words ice cream soda. (laughs) (laughs) S-O-D-A. By the way, it's important for me to mention that my parents would often say soda Soder. instead of soda. Yeah, that's so a, like, that's big on Staten Island, too, I have to admit. Yeah, and I would hear them as a kid. And as a kid, I couldn't pronounce my R's when I was real little. So I would say sody. So- I would call them ice cream sody. <laughs> so you're the one that coined that term, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so it was like ice cream sody night. Ice cream sody, soda, soda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you have me uh that mention of a seven up strawberry. Oh god, mm. it was so good. Mm. It was so yeah. good. Yeah. I, could, I could do that right now. It's a it's a great way to top off the night. Yeah. Oh god, why are do we have to be so old and have such poor metabolism that we can't eat anything good anymore? I know. I want to be like one of those thin guys that just eats whatever the hell they want and never gets fat. Yeah, <laughs> like I feel like I'm gaining just talking about it tonight. <laughs> I know. This is unfortunately this is all we could do is talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> this is our life. It's almost as good. <laughs> it's a busy pump killer with a scoop of vanilla. Real ice cream soda that makes itself at home. Soda burst by bird's eye. Number twelve. I bet you kids would like some of these new Butterfinger ice cream nuggets. They sure would have. Would have. No! Crispity, crunchity outside, creamy ice cream inside. Nobody's on my finger on my Butterfinger. Next up for me are Butterfinger ice cream nuggets, which I believe are sadly out of production. They have to be out of production because that's another thing I never had. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. Wow. Boy, do I have things to tell you. Tell me so, more. <laughs> yeah, these came out in 1992, and it's important to realize that in 1992, Butterfinger was going hardcore with those old Simpsons commercials. Oh, I do remember these. They were like bonbons. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Okay. So, the, yeah, so just to get that out of the way, the, the nuggets themselves were exactly like bonbons, just that the shell was imbued with broken up Butterfingers. Yes. This was the one time for me where ice cream felt less like a special treat and more just like plain old junk food. Like, (laughs) I would literally just take the tub out of the freezer and run to my bedroom with it and just try to eat them as quickly as I could. I remember, though, now that you say that, we did get them. And it was was kind of a small container, too. It was like it was very easy to finish a whole container. It was. I mean, I I think you might just be trying to make me feel better. But, yes, it was. So between the taste, which was phenomenal, like the I, can, I I'm actually still really surprised that they didn't stick around because I know there are a hundred thousand bonbon like things in the freezer, but nothing <laughs> yeah. matched the way these tasted. Oh God, yeah, they looked good. Yeah. Mm. So between the taste and the fact that they were attached to The Simpsons on television, it just put it over. Yeah. Oh yep. man, those were big deal bullshits for me. Yeah, Bart Simpson was like the spokesman for nobody lay a finger on my Butterfinger. Right, right. It was right. a natural progression to the ice cream, right? Yeah, and they had two that I can think of, two dedicated custom animated Simpsons commercials where you see them flopping around with ice cream nuggets and you just want them all the more. It was like feeding candy to a baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Man, no, I'm, so, these... I'm so upset that you didn't have as uh, long an experience with these as I well, did. Well, no, I, de- I remember we did get them. I think one of the problems was, like you said, it was like so easy for me to just take them and eat the whole thing. Whereas if we bought like 
a carton of ice cream, it's not like I could just I would bring it up into my room and just eat the whole thing. You know, we would have yeah. it, like you would ration it out like bowl by bowl. Yeah, I gotta admit, it didn't matter if it was a butterfinger ice cream nugget or a you know gallon of ice cream. I wasn't a big fan of rationing. No matter what it was, I was gonna plow through it anyway, so I might as well go with the end all be all, the butterfinger ice cream nugget. <laughs> I can't remember, were they very accurate to Butterfinger flavor? Here's the thing. I was never big on the Butterfinger candy bars. I used to get them from time to time just because of the Simpsons connection. Yeah. But when you do things to Butterfinger bars, when you make them a component in something else, they just get so much better. Yeah. So, yes, it did taste like the candy bar, but mixed with ice cream and in small portions, it was so much better than the candy bar. I never actually realized until I was older that Butterfinger was supposed to be peanut butter. Huh. Because it, it wasn't peanut Butterfinger. It was just like, as a kid, I would read it. It just said Butterfinger. Oh, my so God. I, thought, I didn't even notice that till just now. Okay, so peanut Butterfinger. Okay, gotcha. They always said buttery, like peanut buttery. But like I never put two and two together that it was just supposed to be peanut butter flavor. I thought it was just butter. No, you know, I could kind of <laughs> see that, though, because it, it's not like peanut butter, really. It's yeah. like this weird, oily, rock-like <laughs> substance that is just totally alien except for the Butterfinger brand. Yeah, it's just the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And those bars, man, you do not feel great after eating that. No. It sits in your stomach like a little train. <laughs> a little delicious train. Ugh. Nobody better lay a finger on my Butterfinger. Number 13. I have to tell you, I'm not a big fan of Italian ices, Matt, but this next pick is an Italian ice, but on a grander scale. It's called Maglione's Italian Ices, and they're from uh, central New Jersey, and definitely like a regional thing, so a lot of people wouldn't even know what I'm referring to, but the reason why they rank so high on my list is because it's not your typical Italian ice. I think Italian ice itself is a regional term, so for the rest of the people, you're basically talking about like water ice, right? Right, exactly. Okay. A lot of like people shaved have, ice, or whatever yeah. the hell they call it. Yeah, a lot of people have different uh, terms for it. Sometimes when you go to like the freezer section, you can get those little Italian ices oh, in those you know, the yellow. Looking yeah, the like microphone, those, I love them so much. <laughs> the yellow uh, cartons, right? You take your spoon and you try to chisel the ice out because it's so frozen. Yep. You know, like I was never a fan of those. I couldn't oh, stand really? those. Oh, yeah. Man. But so the difference in this, it's not the typical Italian ice. What this is, it was almost like a frozen gel type of consistency. Like it's hard to describe because Ooh. it had like a velvety type of mouthfeel. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, like it holds nostalgia for me because I almost exclusively got these at the local parks when I was a kid. So any park in my area within like 25 miles, if you go to a park in the summer, these guys are set up selling Italian ice. But what makes them so special is not only like they're at parks and events and carnivals, is that the flavors that they have were always very interesting to me. Like it wasn't just lemon and cherry, you know. Yeah. They had like banana, Hawaiian punch, pina colada, they mango, had Hawaiian co- punch. Yeah, coconut, green apple, and stuff like that. But for me, the best Italian ice in the world, hands down, is Maglione's bubblegum Italian ice. 
Oh man, that just screams you. I know you're a big fan of the bubblegum artificial yeah. flavor. Oh yeah, I love artificial bubblegum flavor of anything, but that is the absolute best. And when it melts at the bottom and you want to drink it, oh God. Oh man, so that sick. sounds so good. Yeah. You know, so you and our friend Mike had been talking up this place for years. And yes. when I, I've, I've never been there, I've never had access to it. But when I see the pictures of these ices, I see what you're talking about. My God, yeah, so good. Family owned and operated since 1957. So I'll do a commercial for Maglione's Italian Ice. <laughs> <laughs> That's Maglione's, not Maglione's. <laughs> Maglione's. Maglione's. <laughs> Man, so next time I'm over there, we're going to have to head over to uh, Old Mag's. Yeah, we're going to knock over the Maglione's. Yeah, you get the bubble gum, and I'm going to get that Hawaiian punch. Mm, let's do it. Number 14. Here is something that neither of us have eaten and something that 99% of our listeners have never even heard of. Okay. I am talking about Good Humor's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde Ice Pops. I've never heard of these ever. I only found out about them a few weeks ago, and I know it sounds like some bullshit that I'm just making up, or maybe I fell for some poor Photoshop job, but no, they were real. I found right. them in the bottom corner of some super old Good Humor ice cream truck menu, which I am about to send you. I found it on eBay. Okay. So I'm looking it up yeah. right now. Tell me when you're up on the page. Okay, I, I've got it right now. All yep. Right. Now make that image bigger and zoom into the lower left. See those little motherfuckers down there? No, that's oh my god. Yes, right? They're like little men. Yes. But one has an ugly face and one yeah. doesn't. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. So you get two bars for the price of one? Two for the price of one. And that <laughs> price was only 40 cents back in 1970 something. <laughs> So, like, yeah, there are these two human popsicles that I guess came packaged together somehow. Oh, my God. Jekyll and Hyde. Is there other photos of these existing? I, like, I've been on the hunt. I can't find jack fucking shit. But, I mean, this is like, you know, no one's... This is a legit menu, obviously, and I found it on another menu like it, so it's a real thing that really happened. Oh, my God. I mean, the, yeah, these are incredible. Yeah, these I mean, totally God knows incredible. what they tasted like. I'm assuming they were just like, you know, fruity orange pops or something. But another classic monster immortalized as a popsicle. I love that they would, yeah, go that obscure. Yeah, I mean, even like, I don't know, was there some Jekyll shit going on in the 1970s? Because, I mean, that's a that's a pretty big stretch otherwise. Yeah, Jekyll, Jekyll, Jekyll and Hyde. Hyde. Yeah, I mean, not even like a green creature from the Black Lagoon no, Jack, ice pop Jack, or Jekyll something. Jekyll and Hyde. Let's do yeah. Jekyll and Hyde. That's kid-friendly. <laughs> All kids know Jekyll and Hyde. And <laughs> they love the Jekyll, but they hate that Hyde. <laughs> What's weird is that they look like they're the same flavor. They should be two different flavors, right? Totally with you. I don't know if it's just the facet of the old menu kind of discoloration or whatever, but uh, <laughs> they absolutely should have been two different flavors if they weren't. <laughs> I wonder if good humor executives were like, you know what kids love? Robert Louis Stevenson novels. <laughs> 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 I had a kernel of an idea. 
number 15. Okay, I'm really reaching back into the memory banks for my next choice. Mm -hmm. And this is something obscure. Let me see if you remember it. Uh, Dixie Cups. And they had ice cream in them. Do you remember this? Dixie Cups, like the brand? Well, here's, here's where things get tricky. Now, what these were, were like plastic little container cups filled with vanilla and chocolate ice cream. And they would come with a paper top that you ripped off. Oh, yeah. And, and inside or attached to the bottom, there'd be like a wooden spoon type thing. Yes. Okay. I'm with you on these. Yeah, like so the real budget cups of ice cream. Yes, yes, like real low budget, yeah, exactly. Like the, the quarter fruit juice jug of ice cream world. Yeah, yeah. But like anytime you were a kid at like a backyard birthday party in the summer, there was always these little Dixie cups of ice cream. And I remember when I was a kid, I used to like the vanilla chocolate swirl. Of course, naturally. Yeah, I mean, that was the huge mm. for me. But the best part was that it always went down like this, okay? There was a cake for, like, if it was a birthday or an event. And then for the kiddies, there was, like, Dixie Cups, right? Right, right. So the kids were usually too busy playing and running around like maniacs. And then there'd be, like, 40 Dixie Cups in a Playmate cooler, and no one was eating them, right? <laughs> Except you. Exactly. So I would not only have a cake, but I'd have a couple of extra Dixie Cups, too. Oh, that's the uh, that's some smart See, thinking. Yeah, be like carving that shit out, which yeah, getting a splinter in your mouth from the wooden. <laughs> yeah, the wooden you totally spoon. did because they yeah. were like the most cheap ass wooden spoons. It wasn't like you know yeah. like, this wasn't a Bed Bath and Beyond kit. Yes, if the entire planet was going to get free ice cream for a day, yeah. this is how you would get them. In yeah, a Dixie it's, cup. it's the only way they could ever pull it off. This is how they would. <laughs> this is how they would have to allocate their budget to yeah. make that work. <laughs> It was always like the worst possible ice cream quality, but like it was so it was. damn delicious. It was it, so good. It was yeah, it was it was bad and good. I totally agree with you because it was yeah. objectively the worst ice cream ever. Yeah, it was but like it you were was, getting like Briar's ice cream. Or no, something. It was like, you know, almost flavorless, marshmallowy ice cream that had been defrosted and refrosted a thousand times by that point. Yeah. And now it's like you said, it's probably been sitting out in someone's backyard cooler for six hours. And there you yep. go. But man, when you're in it, there's <sighs> just nothing finer. Yeah. So that was my little uh, nostalgia trip for the for the show. Yeah. Plus, um, you mentioned the paper tops. I just love the way it felt to unseal that paper. Oh, I, I thought you were saying something completely different. What did you think I was saying? I thought you were going to say when you when you take the top off and you could lick the the underneath side, oh, the under yeah, yeah, the no, underbelly. That's, that, that's in there too. Yeah, because you would get that little, and it would be a completely different consistency. It was almost like, like I don't even know. It's like tar almost. <laughs> it was like tar or Cool Whip. <laughs> yeah, somewhere between tar and Cool Whip. Apparently, <laughs> you know, memories differ. It's been a while. Did you ever actually have one, baby? <laughs> what are these things, Jay? <laughs> Tar. <laughs> Number 16. Hello. I'd like an ice cream. Uh, what do you want? Chocolate, vanilla, coffee, peach fudge, rum banana? Honey. Honey? I bet your partner hardly know you. 
Ah! But seriously, I'd like a honey ice cream cone for me and a dragonfly ripple for my friend the frog. Okay. One honey cone for the bear. Ah. And one dragonfly ripple for the frog. Yuck. So my last pick is about my favorite ice cream flavor and why it's my favorite ice cream flavor. Ah, I can't wait to hear this. Yes. So as a kid, I almost always went with a mint chocolate chip ice cream cone. Mm-hmm. And you know why? Why? Because it was as close as I could get to Kermit's Dragonfly Ripple from the Muppet movie without uh, ordering pistachio. Uh, <laughs> so you were telling me about this and you, you sent me a link to the video to like jog my memory. Yep. And I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> that was like a blast from the past. I'll tell you, I you yeah. know we've been through this on the show before. I'm not a Muppets guy. I know yeah. jack shit about Muppets. Yeah. I have no Muppet retention whatsoever. I've seen things, but they just go in one eye and out the other. For yeah, some yeah. reason, I've never let go of this like 30-second clip of Bob Hope selling ice cream to Fozzie. It was so vibrant, the ice cream. Oh. It was, like, so vivid. Uh, that's what I'm saying, man. So, yeah, Fozzie goes to Bob Hope, who's an ice cream vendor, and he orders himself a honey cone and Kermit a dragonfly ripple. And Kermit's is this, like, big, huge, fake scoop of green ice cream. Yes. And I'm, as a kid, I'm watching that. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Uh, I don't care if that is bug guts. I want a dragonfly ice cream cone. Yes. So the next time I went to the ice cream parlor, and, you know, you remember back then, you did that fairly often. Yeah. I scan that thing. I'm like, I'm not touching the pistachio. It's got some weird nuts in it. Mint chocolate chip <laughs> is the next best thing. That's how oh, it started. And for 20 yes. years, I, I ate those things. This cone that, that Fozzie got, I mean, it basically looked like a tennis ball and an ice cream cone. <laughs> it did. You know, it's funny because, like, until looking at the scene again, I, my memories had faded, I guess, over the years and become more idealized. So I'm picturing it as this picture-perfect dripping ice cream cone. And then I look up the clip and it's like a foam ball in a cone. Yeah. I don't even know if the cone is real. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, I remember the scene. I remember Bob Hope was in it. But it's like, I didn't remember how vivid that ice cream cone was until you pointed it out. Oh, I see. I'm surprised because, like, this shit, my eyes just lit up when I saw that as a kid. I don't even remember what the context was. I guess it was on TV at some point. Yeah. And I just like, oh, my Lord, I loved it so much. How could an ice cream company not have done a tie-in with the Muppets and called it Dragonfly Ripple? Well, I mean, I guess the whole bug connection would have made it a little iffy, but I'm with you. I would have done it anyway. Oh, my God. It just seems like a no-brainer. Yeah, and then stupid Fozzie over there is getting himself that boring honeycomb. Like, what the (laughs) fuck's wrong with you, man? You got this big green monster. Oh, let's be honest, though. Honey ice cream sounds delicious. That sounds... No, come on. If they tasted anything like Honey Nut Cheerios, I would die and go to heaven. Oh, see, that's a whole different can of worms right there. Yeah, that's a horse of a different color. (laughs) (laughs) Honey Nut Cheerios ice cream. Now you're talking. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's another tie-in they could do. Oh, my God. Now I want Honey Nut Cheerios ice cream. Now, come on. Give me a Dixie cup. I'm just like getting fatter by the minute oh, right now. Oh man, this is like, uh, yeah, I've been so good this week, and now all I can think about is going to that deli up the street and raiding its two year old freezer. <laughs>
<laughs> oh man well that's fantastic and especially the fact that i didn't add that into our green episode and now i want to shoot myself <laughs> oh my god we just did a green episode and I, ugh, that could have been one of mine god so stupid i had to talk about goddamn turtle pies again how many times I mean, have i talked about them on the show already <laughs> there's no point in doing the show anymore we no. just, let's give it up <laughs> happy 50th episode jay <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, you know, I really should join my friends for ice cream. You, you want to come along? Me? You, you mean it? Oh, oh I'll, I'll be right back. Oh, oh, don't move. Oh, oh. The ice cream man is coming. The ice cream man is coming. So that was our ice cream show. Yes, it was. What a hell of a show that was. Yeah, and just to get this out of the way before anyone tells us, the reason we didn't bring up things like the WWF bars or Vampire Secret or all that is because we've talked about them before. These were kind of a generic catch-all, frozen treats type of uh, selection. Like I said, we brought up WWF, we brought up Bubble Bill, yeah. all the other, any types of ice cream that we already talked about, we really didn't want to bring up again. Yeah. So if we didn't talk about your favorite ice cream tonight... Feel free to peruse the Purple Stuff Podcast archive. Chances are it's in there. You and I even had several that we were going to include tonight, but we didn't. I mean, we'd be here for another six and a half hours. There's only so much time you could devote to ice cream tonight, you know? Yeah. We wanted to do, you know, a big show for our our 50th. Our big 50. Ice cream. Yes. (laughs) Hey, we, we, we treated ourselves. We did. We did. So let me go through yours here. It's oh, a long boy. list. <laughs> you didn't need half hour. Yeah. <laughs> Maglione's, uh, Dixie Cups. You had, um, what else did you have? I had the uh, character ice cream bars, mm-hmm. Orange Julius, mm-hmm. Jello Pudding Pops, ice cream soda, uh, the watermelon. The watermelon! Okay. The, uh, and the, you said Dixie Cups, right? Yeah. So I have it down to two. Oh, I think I'm going to go with the swirly jello pudding pop. Really? Yeah. It was such a big deal to us as kids. It was. It really was. And it's one of those things. So I know, like you said, it used to be kind of big on the internet. And I guess a combination of just oversaturation and Cosby. No one's yeah. talking about that thing anymore. But those things, those swirl ones in particular, ruled the world back then. Yeah. I have like the most vivid memory of eating one of those and watching uh, Supergirl on HBO. And, and oh. I was like, a, I was a little kid. It was like when Supergirl first came on HBO. And uh, I'll just never forget those little stupid, inconsequential moments. But like I'm sitting there, I could remember eating this thing just being so happy that it was so delicious. And that Helen Slater was on the screen. Oh, God, I love Helen Slater. I know you do. She's a sweetheart. She is. Absolute sweetheart. Mm-hmm, totally. That, that Helen Slater. Yep. All right. So let's go through your list. You had quite a list. I mean, and you opened my eyes to some really cool ones. I'm here to inform. So we had uh, Colossal Fossil. Mm-hmm. We had the, the amazing Korean Jaws Bar. Yes. That's the official title, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Leave the G off. <laughs> yeah, amazing <laughs> Korean Jaws Bar. <laughs> Dippin' Dots, Choco Tacos, uh, the Snow Cone, uh-huh. the Jekyll and Hyde Pops, the Butterfinger Nuggets, yes. and Kermit's Dragonfly <laughs> Cone. Yes. That list, 
that says Matt all over it. I mean, I want to go with the Jaws bar just because it's so amazing and obscure. Yeah. But I'm having a tough time because... You're having a those, crisis of confidence? Those Butterfinger Nuggets, man. Oh, I don't man. know. Oh, man. I hope you picked those because then I can sort of pretend I, that we're eating them right now. <laughs> no, you know, I think I'm going to go with the Jaws bar. The Jaws bar wins. Yeah, the Jaws bar wins because it's just... it's The packaging wins because it's like top-notch with all the colors but you have a gray ice cream bar with pink inside and anything else doesn't even matter. It could taste like complete garbage, but it's a Jaws bar. Yep, it's a Jaws bar with bloody insides. Bloody insides, and we never got it here. And no. that's that's something that we will always lament. <laughs> well, until this weekend, when we, by hook or by crook, we're going to find them. Well, I'll tell you, it would have went perfectly because last weekend completely lazy Sunday I was having laying on the couch watching a Jaws marathon for like the entire day and I couldn't have been happier you know what would have made it perfect was this Jaws bar oh man can you imagine watching Jaws the Revenge oh. while eating <laughs> well you Jaws can bar? imagine Jaws the Revenge I'll watch all for the first three <laughs> you're making a mistake there but okay <laughs> so we have the the finalists tonight are yes the, uh, Jaws bar and what did I pick you pick the uh, swirl of the Jello pudding pop. Man, those two together, oil and water. I will say though, one thing that we did not pick in, in either of us yeah. that should should have made the list that we'll give it honorable mention. Yeah, astronaut ice cream. Fuck yes, I love <laughs> astronaut ice cream. My yes. God, you know I'm sure people see that and say, eh, it's just gonna be like chocolate candy. I'm like, no, dude, it's like eating fucking sidewalk chalk. It is so good. <laughs> Let's mix that with a little, like, air and space museum action. <laughs> oh, man, and some shrooms. <laughs> uh. So this has been the Purple Stuff Podcast, our special mega ice cream edition. Mega ice cream edition of the Purple Stuff Podcast, <laughs> episode 50. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I am Jay from the Sexy Armpit. I am Matt from Dinosaur Dracula. We'll see you next time. Listening to the Purple Purple Stuff Podcast.